0: Welcome to the Smart City Podcast, the technology program that looks at how buildings, communities, and cities are becoming smarter, more efficient, and more connected. We look at everything from the big ideas to drilling down to individual projects and innovative ideas that impact your day-to-day life. The Smart City Podcast is brought to you by Locomobi World, moving the world through sustainable, frictionless, and secure solutions. Welcome to episode number 11, recorded on February 1st, 2021. I'm Alan Cross, along with Locomobi World Founder and CEO Grant Furlane. It's just me and Grant on this episode, with Grant deconstructing what the heck is going on with the stock market these days. Who's shorting who? Why? Who's winning? Who's losing? And what does this mean for the future of the stock market? First, though, here's Grant with his tech news. This is one of our favorite parts of the show, because Grant always comes up with weird things that nobody else is thinking about. What have you got for us this time? Well, I don't know. I've got some weird stuff and some pretty nice, pretty, pretty neat stuff to hear about.
1: Um, first big news is, uh, boomers are showing there's no age barrier to upskilling themselves into the market because of, again, the new age of the internet, work from home. So what they found in, in, in India is that professionals over 50 are now dabbling in Totally upskilling their skills to the new age of technology. And the over 50 is the fastest growth of age group of going into their online upskilling industry. Uh, it's 40% over, over last year. People are earning new skills because they have the time and they're at home, right? And then they're getting online. And guess what they're doing? They're creating new businesses, photography, video editing, dabbling in every area. And it's a 2.5 billion online, online upskilling industry. And I think it's really cool that, um, it's now created this. See, I'm back to what I said before. We're not, we're not all going back to the offices. We're not all going back to the buildings. No, we create a new industry. And, and I got to tell you, uh, the, the 50 plus, they're saying, I'm not going to the office. I, I'm out. I got my new business and I'm doing great. And I think it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. And I think it's, it's a big deal. So that's my first news. And I think um, what you're going to see that. It's happening here too. It's happening everywhere. People are now reskilled, and everyone said, "Oh, what about jobs?" Oh, trust, trust me, it's happening. And India is the best example. Second one, I, we always like this. Have you heard of the new supercomputer in Wyoming? In wh- Wyoming? I've- in Wyoming, yeah. Well, that's where the first one was in Cheyenne. It's the supercomputer. Okay, so the super, the new supercune computer, it is. Um, HP won the. It was a. It was a basically a um, a competition at the National Center for Atmospheric Research in Boulder, Colorado, and the HP Cray EX supercomputer will theoretically able to perform almost twenty quadrillion calculations per second. I didn't know Cray was still around. But did you hear what I said? Right. Yeah, twenty quadrillion. Twenty quadrillion. It's equivalent to, just you understand the speed of this computer, Alan, it's equivalent to each person on Earth completing a math equation every second for an entire month.
0: Wow. What does that mean? Well, you know what it means. Well, it means you're going to be able to tackle really complex calculations like, uh, well, weather simulations, Be yeah, one
1: Good man. You know what? Yeah. Holy crap. You're dead on. It's the really to, what they're going to do is, is to be able to, through this, to scale and look at large scale human influence events and natural disasters yeah. and costly disasters so in advance. To what are we doing? We're coming to improve human well, health and well being. And I think that's big news. Not surprising. You and I have talked about this over and over about supercomputers and what they can do. And uh, so this is one. And just so you know, you know what this the, know what this machine is worth? Just the machine? Uh it's a, it's a 40 million dollar machine. I'm,
0: you know, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting
1: yeah. I'm grab, I'm going down to Best Buy. I'm gonna order a couple for the
0: office. Yeah, I'm just thinking, man, what the frame rate on that must be awesome for Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty cool, eh? No, very cool. This is more what we like.
1: Coventry, which you know, Coventry, England. Um, will be the world's first airport for flying cars and delivery drones. And it is now being instituted. And essentially what it does is it is a docking area for flying cars yeah. to recharge and delivery drones to recharge like an airport. In Coventry, why Coventry? Well, uh Well, it's next to the Rico Arena there. So it's a big area, I guess. Um, so what's going to happen is the biggest ones will be air taxis. So they're saying the electric air taxis will come there. And, and that's where they'll drop off, pick up, and, and re- recharge. Autonomous drones. And so all of them, that will be the first in the world airport for such things. So, you know, flying cars have nowhere to land right now. And the main flying cars right now will be only probably electric air taxis. And then autonomous drones, which are already out there, they'll be all the delivery drones. And this is where they all meet, converge, and then go back out.
0: Well, I can tell you where Amazon's going to be building its next fulfillment
1: center. Well, you know what? That's a good point, um, if they don't already have that. But here we are, guys, flying cars, delivery drones. Oh, my God, it's
0: already happening. So that's my news. So it's just me and Grant this time, and what we're going to talk about is what so many other people are talking about, and and that's the stock market and what's happening with people sitting at home with their computers, learning how to become day traders, and basically disintermediating absolutely everything. Uh, For people who don't know what I'm talking about, this has to do with the GameStop controversy. We're also talking about AMC stock. We're talking about BlackBerry stock and a bunch of others. And today we're we're talking about silver today, aren't we? We are. We are. So can you explain to me exactly what is going on? I'm not a day trader. I don't have any of this stock. I know that you're very familiar with it. Uh, What is happening on the markets right now?
1: Okay. And I think the point of this discussion is how this relates to the overall view of what is The COVID thing done. What has this created this new breed of day trader? And what have they done? And and because Alan, it's really important. It's not that what is going on is new. It's because the new technologies of the world, i.e. social media, are able to team up as a bigger group. And this is what they're doing. Oh, they have realized that as a group, they can target companies that are heavily shorted. What that means is let's us and as you know, all the companies that are being shorted, or no, sorry, that are, well, are being shorted and you're seeing the big gains in the market are reflective of only one thing. They're all heavily shorted. What I mean by is they're in general over 60% shorted up to 140% shorted. People go, how can you be shorted? 140%. It's because you have options that can be shorted. You have you have options, you have puts and you have shorts. And what's happened is the day trader, and I don't mean the everyday day trader, I mean the Robin Hoods, the Reddit and all these people on these social networks because they've had time on their hands because of COVID, they over the course of the last year They've gotten some of their checks, they've gotten their money, and they said, we're going to play the stock market. And then this company comes out called Robinhood and says, we can consolidate so that the little guy that only has a hundred bucks can buy Google, can buy Tesla, can buy Amazon.
0: So you would be buying portions of, of a share. Portions,
1: And so what it says is now these little guys as a group can go in and buy big stocks. That's how it all started. Then what you had is along comes this ability as a group to effectively buy big positions and move markets. What I mean is this. Social network has come together and said, look, look at this stock. It's let's look at the one we're talking about. GameStop. It's not a good stock. I'm going to say what I say. It's not a good valued stock. In fact, the company is
0: declining to almost going nowhere. This is a bricks-and-mortar uh, bricks retailer yeah. who specializes in selling video games. Yeah. And, and you actually have to go to the store to purchase the video games. Correct. When, thanks to sites like Steam and, and others, most people are playing their video games online, thereby removing the, the the need to go to the store to buy the game. Correct. Okay. So you would think that the internet's coming along disintermediating uh, GameStop and offering a better experience for the gamer because you don't have to leave your house. Correct. Okay.
1: And and, and Now, you're given the reason why GameStop's no good. Or not great, let's say that. But, I mean, in every case, you have American Airlines. How can it go up so high at the time when they started moving it when it has no planes in the air? Or we can go to... Uh, anything. Oh, we can go to movie theaters. We can go to every area that they've shown a big increase for no reason.
0: Right. Now, now just so we're clear, a short in this particular case means people are betting that the stock will go down.
1: Correct. So let's give an example. Who are the mega short companies? They are the big companies, which we call um, hedge funds. And so what they do, they hedge bet that uh, let's you know the one most heavily shorted stock for a long time, and the big people have lost the most money on trying to go against, trying to hedge fund. The hedge fund lost the most was for a long time. We all remember Tesla. Remember every time he destroyed them, he had church made up called shorties because what happens is they go out and they short the stock, and they will say okay, and then when you short stock. You don't understand how you short stock. You borrow stock from other people's accounts and you replace it in a certain
0: time period. Wait, wait. Okay, this, this is one thing that's confused me. So let me just follow up on that a little bit. I, I can go to somebody who has stock in- Your broker can. Your broker yeah. can. can go to somebody in, uh, who has stock in company A. Yeah. And you can borrow that stock, put it in your account. Yeah. And then play with it. And then you have to return it at a predetermined time.
1: Correct. That's a good way to explain yeah. And the problem is, when you do that, you have, there's stock rules, guys. Mm. You have to margin that. You have to borrow money or margin money to do that.
0: To to borrow the stocks? To do anything like this,
1: yeah. The laws are, when you do any of this, you must have proper liquidity. So in this case, let's assume this, Alan. So a hedge fund says, okay, we're going to put, we're going to put a billion dollars. All right. We're going to work up this fund and we're going to say Tesla's is going to drop from $200 to $100. But guess what? It goes to $300. There's a mass call. Why? I'll tell you why. If I set my stock to sell or anything, they got to replace it. It's my stock. So now they're scrambling to get more stock. And what are they doing? They're having to buy stock going up not going down. So every time someone sells at a profit, they gotta find somewhere to give it back. So they're out, what they do is they margin it. They provide the money to sell the stock and they margin it. So what happens now, you get these margin calls and they'll say, okay, this Friday, you gotta, your your margin calls are are gonna be tomorrow. So what happens now is you have mass selling and what does that do? It causes the stock to go up, why? Because everyone's buying it and nobody's selling it at lower prices, so these groups together go out and say, "Okay, we're going to take this stock and we're going to buy it like crazy." And remember, they've gotten social media as a group. Remember, a whole group, and this group has all together on on these different media, Reddit, and all these places. As a group, they are very powerful. When you, I can tell you, for example, t- on fr- yesterday, on Friday. Robinhood added 700,000 new accounts. In one day? One day. Okay, why? Because everyone heard about what was going on. Now all these new guys want to get involved. So what happens is, what I really don't like is the markets have always needed shorts to keep the stock market balanced. In other words, what you don't want, Alan, is market makers driving stocks up that aren't worth it. And we know that happens because stop it, stock manipulation. Shorts counter that by saying there's no value there. So therefore, you can't maintain that driving that stock up because we're going to short it down going to offer lower prices for it. That works. However, as we know, everything always gets abused. And now you have everyone making big dollars and shorting stocks and hurting the little guy. The little guy can't no say, he goes in and he buys a stock for twenty bucks. Next thing know it's ten bucks. And it's because these guys go out and, and in some cases can ruin good companies. Okay? So Robin Hood or this group of of I always say <laughs> Robinhoods, the the give to the take from the rich and give to the poor, what they've done, you can imagine, let's say there's a million shareholders and they each are spending a hundred bucks. That's a hundred million dollars. And they all say, okay, tomorrow we're going to buy GameStop. Well, there won't be, you know, so everyone's selling up. Get Someone has to buy it, someone has to sell it. So all these guys are selling and everyone's buying and they, and don't stop, please keep buying. So they're buying like crazy. The next thing, the stock is up triple 10 times. So now what happens is the reason it goes up so quick is because the margin guys they have to now sell and get out, or they're because every time it goes up, they're they're, lo- they're losing millions. So they call that a short squeeze. Okay, they're squeezing the shorts to get out because if they don't, each time it goes up, they're risking losing more money. And because they don't see it going down in time, they've got to get out. I can tell you that one fund lost fifteen billion on GameStop. Wow! But I don't think that's the story the story is about cuz you know i lo- i watched on tv i mean that is no different cuz i don't like the other side as well where someone gets on this tv on msnbc and says i think tesla's great and then as soon as he hangs up tesla stock goes on a fly no reason just cuz someone can say it's great well that's the problem and so all these social media people um, have gotten to get these young, smart guys and older guys that said, now enough of this stuff. Cause you're moving markets up and down and you're screwing the little guy. He can't get into IPOs. He can't do all that. So he comes in, he buys a stock at a certain value and it's not controlled by just whether it's a good or a bad price or a good company. It's controlled by people making comments on both sides. It's a lousy company. It goes down. It's a good company it goes up. Never based on actual how good the company really is. Okay. So now what you have is, they go on team and they go, Well, you know what? Good they should allow free market trading, and you shouldn't stop it. And they are right, Alan. In the end, sooner or later, game stock will shoot down. And on the way down, there'll be losers. Of course, the losers already are the are the short sellers, but they're gone now. they they've given up. It goes down, and on the way down, any of the guys that bought the stock and believed in it, new guy comes online and says, Oh man, this is great. Look at it, it's going up. I don't know what's in the market, but it looks really good. I know he should do his homework, but they don't. He loses. He's gonna get, he's gonna lose in the downswing. So here's what they're saying. Let the free market perform. And what they're saying is this that little investor will learn his lesson. And I say to everyone, no, he won't. Because he's not risking anything, guys. The idea of market risk, and it is a stock market. It was up and down based on the risk. But when you're only putting in a hundred bucks, there's no risk. If I lose a hundred bucks tomorrow, I don't even care if I'm a student. I can live with that because he's not losing 10 million. He's losing a hundred dollars. So everybody is not losing. Only the guys not involved in this is losing. Only you and I who have a long position are losing, who who invested 15,000 are losing. There's no guy ever going to lose. They're never going to learn. Because they win. They can lose a hundred bucks. So what I'm trying to say is it's not about the stock market. The stock market replicates the real world now. Who controls the real world? Media. Not mainline, not mainstream media. Alan, the media. These, these groups now decide what happens. They win elections. They decide on Uh, Should we listen to COVID or not listen to COVID? Should we go to work or not? Should we go to work? Do we like these stocks or not like these stocks? But you and I are not making these decisions. It's the new invention called the new media, which is, as you know, the internet, these groups, they control everything. And the stock market that we're seeing shows you what people can do in the online, when they form these chat rooms and form these groups, they're
0: very powerful and they can change the world. It's, okay, fine. So, so I'm, I'm one of these masters of the universe on Wall Street. I'm seeing that these amateurs who are eating away at my opportunity to make millions and billions of dollars and what do, I, I can't imagine that Wall Street's taking this lying down. They're going to come out and figure out a way to, to stomp on these people, aren't they? They're, they're freaking
1: right now. Um, so yeah, of course they are, well, you know, you've got different traders, you've got long traders, which is guys who buy a stock, a good stock, perceived to be a good stock. And, you know, we got the good ones like Microsoft and Apple, who, by the way, we're going down while the other ones were going up in a boom market, which made no sense at all.
0: Well, I Wait, wait. I have a theory. I have a theory. So the, the reason those solid blue chip stocks are going down is that people uh, who have shorted other stocks and are finding out that they're losing money, they have to sell their positions in these blue chip stocks to cover their losses. That's what they're doing. So
1: okay. but they'll be back. See, if you're a long, you don't get affected. If you say, but, but then you've got what we call the, so that's, that's that side. Then you've got the day trader who is the other extreme. And then you, you know, and then you have the guys in between. So the, the day trader is a new breed and that's the ones we're talking about. The long plays are fine, but you've got two people who've got to figure it out. It's, are they going to be able to teach these guys a lesson and big up a strategy so that they, when these guys run these stocks up, it goes the other way and they lose. I don't think so, Alan. And I'll tell you why. I want you to, again, understand this. I don't know other than, hold on, other than regulation. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you why. What risk does that guy have that's risking a hundred bucks? See, it's all about risk. I'm trying to understand. And no one, by the way, online, on TV, they don't know how to do it. They don't know to do either. They're all just guessing. How do you stop someone that has no risk? See, if I'm investing like the big guys and they have big positions, they're in for the long. And these little ones there, the big guys that are losing money on the hedge funds, how do you stop someone that has no risk?
0: They have risk. Yeah, especially if you got a million of them.
1: Yeah, together. No, it's more than that. I just made up the millions, probably 10 million.
0: So now
1: these guys go online last night and say, tomorrow it's silver. So we're going to buy silver. And there's even guys, Alan, there's even guys online last night saying, here's what we're going to do.
0: So is this a new era in stock market trading or is it uh, a blip because people are sitting at home with their COVID checks and have an opportunity to chew up some time doing this? Or what, what do you see in the future?
1: New era, new era. I believe it's a new era in that, and how they decide, Right so you know as you guys know there's ETF like I think silver hit its all time high today for no reason you know up 6% in one day for no reason guys why because they're moving people are just buying it no one if you have no sellers and a lot of buyers yeah I mean sorry if you have lots of people want to buy it and few people want to sell it the price goes up that's what's going on okay how do shorts work The exact opposite right lots of sellers no buyers it's a shit company. Get rid of it. I'm not buying it. But they're doing the opposite. So this is gonna. It's a phenom. It's a phenom that no one. I have seen no one yet come up with the way to solve it. And I think they're all sitting back and saying, "Okay, how do we handle?" As like you said, these these rebels. Well, these rebels are saying, "We're going to teach you a lesson." And every day we're going to teach you a lesson. This is not about
0: making money. I, these okay. Another story I've heard is that a lot of people, these everyday people, are really upset that Wall Street did not pay for their sins that led to the two thousand eight two thousand nine financial crisis. Nobody went to jail. Nobody and they got bailed yep. out by the government. So we're going to teach you a lesson. That's possible.
1: I don't know if that's what what really happened. Um, I don't. I don't think they correlate teaching a lesson for, for the bailout, Alan, because you know. Um, These weren't the same people. They didn't have all this stuff. I truly believe it's simply these groups have banded together and they've got more money coming, right? Biden's going to send them more money. Now, who's thanking people? Let's say you are trading silver. Like you you love silver. And these guys are, you're thanking them. You just got to make sure to sell in time. So you got to remember, there's people making millions who've prepared to take that risk and sell on time. So you've got that group who say, "I kind of like this. I really, uh, this is kind of great." As long as you get out.
0: Now I'm looking. I'm looking at the silver chart for today. Today is Monday, February the first. Okay. So so silver starts at uh, you know under somewhere around twenty eight dollars and fifty cents. Uh, then. When the market opens, no, so this is, I'm sorry, this is before the market open. Overnight, it rocketed to almost 30 bucks an ounce. Yep. Then then there was a dip. Yep. And by 6 a.m., it was down uh, to about $29. And then it rocketed up again and then down again and then hit uh, an intraday high of $29.95. And then it dropped by, uh, well, a cent and a half, which is, no, I'm saying. No. Dropped no. by 45 cents. Yeah, it's not a lot. Uh, and then it's, it's on its way up again, and now it's on its way down again. Yeah. So, you know, you see these, these, these perturbations, these, these jiggles in the market. I mean, we're not dealing with an awful lot of, of money there, but still, if, you're, if your position is big enough. Oh, no, you know- no, it's huge. Alan, we're dealing with billions. <laughs> yeah,
1: you got you to multiply it, okay? So um, the volatility is going to be up and down, up and down, up and down you got one side warning investors to get out. So you got people selling to get out. Why? Because they want to make their money. Remember, there's still profit-taking. And that's why it goes down a bit, not because it's being shorted. And then when the profit-taking is done, the new guys come in, they push it right back up. And as you'll notice, that's what it's doing every single day. After hours, they run it up. Then uh, they sell off, make their money. Got to remember, not everyone can sell overnight. So in the morning, they sell, get their profits. It goes down and bang, right back up. And so right now, but, but what I'm trying to say is this is a function of not just the stock market. Everyone is controlling everything. Okay, Bitcoin. Bitcoin keeps going up. Why? They're playing Bitcoin as well. No doubt about it. Holy crap. Bitcoin is $43,503. Yeah, 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 yeah. It keeps going up. Why? Because you see, the average kid can't buy Bitcoin, right? You got forty grand to buy a share of Bitcoin, but as a group, as a group, they can. Alan, that's my point. There's no risk. Me and you, we got to pay forty grand for a share in Bitcoin. They don't. As a group, they pay forty grand. So there's no risk. Like they, I hate it when they come on and say, "Oh, they'll learn their lesson." Learn what lesson? There's no lesson to be learned. They're proving a point. They're saying, you went out and you're screwing the little guy, and we're going to pay you back. And guess what? They are. And that's no different than if they go online and say, we, are, we don't want certain things to be allowed to be said on the social network. They band together, and it's game over they own it the new breed of the internet is these great big social groups guys reddit just didn't do this reddit's been an uh, an influencer in a lot of things and so from my standpoint it only grows these guys are the kings of the world not biden not arpa these are the kings they control it all now could you imagine if you could control The financial markets. And we sit here and go, Ha, that's really funny. It's not funny. Okay. Now, obviously you can stop it tomorrow. You can say there's no more trading the stock as of today. And I get that, but you can't be doing that every day. And if you start regulating free trade, and I mean free trade on the internet, which is no different than anywhere else, you fight another problem. Uh, Even bigger social power will fight that. you see what I'm saying, Alan? Like just the strength of the media. Not the mainstream, but this media, which I call the new media. Um, I don't know what you want to call them, but they are at control. I don't see how they change it. You tell me how they change it.
0: I have no idea. This is why I don't do this sort of stuff. I leave it to guys like you. Okay, so so here's the last one I'll give
1: you to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. AMC, we know who they are, right? Yeah. Their stock keeps going up. There's no theaters. Okay, hold on. Then, hold on. Then, here's the best part. A company downgrades them today to a sell because they're almost insolvent. What did the stock do? Went up. It continues to go up. Okay. The price target today for AMC is around a dollar. Okay. That's the price target today, a dollar. I don't know what it's trading at today. Let me check. But the pr- it's trade probably 15 bucks. I think it's around there. The price target is $1.
0: As we sit here, it is $14.06 US.
1: Okay. Price target's a dollar as of today. Why is it going the other way? Okay, so now can you imagine the short squeeze on these guys who price ducks a dollar, that's where it should go. Alan, my point is they decide, not you and I. They're just now. If I'm AMC, let's look at one more thing. AMC and all these companies could go out and raise a billion dollars right now in that stock price and buy all great companies and make themselves great. Is that the next phenom? Does through these companies, okay, cost headphones, all time high. They are, in my viewpoint, a company going downward and out of business. All of a sudden, they're one of the most valuable companies around now. And I know 50 billion or something. Okay. Why wouldn't you do a $1 billion financing today at this price or even a little bit less? And now you have cash in the bank. The company doesn't care if the stock crashes. The guy who's carrying a stock gets killed. Now they can go out and say, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to expand the company to the internet. I'm going to build five offices. I'm going to do this. I'm the next Tesla. And guess what? They have the money to do it.
0: Well, maybe not because it's down 43.3% this afternoon. Isn't
1: that great? Isn't that <laughs> hilarious? But you get my point, right? I yeah. mean, oh, that's today. That's oh, today. No, but I'm, I'm saying they could have gone out last Friday and didn't get a stock off.
0: Yeah, they closed at $64 on Friday. Uh, they opened- Okay,
1: so think of that. So let's say they sold from treasury, let's say they could sell from treasury, a billion dollars in stock, put the money in the bank account, and now this is a company who literally had nothing, now it's money in the bank. That's the phenom. That's the other side of the coin. These Robinhood guys have helped these poor companies, not just killed the, the guys who are trying to take them down, but they've also helped the companies build themselves up and sur- and survive, where maybe they wouldn't have survived. So so we're we're in a real incredible situation here. But Alan, it's anything, it's anything.
0: It's it's good for CNBC ratings. People will be watching, trying to figure out what's going on. Kramer's going to have something to say about that every night at six o'clock. But but
1: hold on, if you watch all those shows, their answer they don't have answers. What do you think? It's a phenom. They have the former one of the, the most famous, best, you know, uh, started, it was the first big Ameritrade founder. He's going, it's a phenom. It's an absolute phenom.
0: Those are the guys that are making money are the people who are running those uh, online trading sites like TD Ameritrade and Questrade and all the rest of them.
1: Well, yeah, we're, but okay, so let's stop with that. So Ameritrade, Questrade, they've all said, we're going to limit the amount of shares you can buy per trade, per trade. Try to calm it down. And then you've got the Robinhood saying, we were going to, but no, nah, I don't think so. You know, that's not right. I think we'll just let it go. And then they get 700 more subscribers. They make their money. They don't charge commissions. They make their money by selling off those clients to other traders. Uh. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Um, th- this is going to be the most phenomenal thing that's ever happened. Um, it has a big effect on the world. It has a big effect on the financial markets, and literally, if they don't control, and I'm not saying I'm not saying Alan, they should. Maybe they created the monster. If they don't control this Robin Hood type uh, groups, they're going to own the world, and there's going to have to be uh, some type of uh, intervention. But I truly believe that no one knows how to handle it. I believe that. It is the news story of the year, other than COVID. Other than COVID, it is by far the biggest. It's a phenom. It's an absolute phenom. And that's how I leave it.
0: Okay. If you'll excuse me, we'll put an end to this because I got to go out and buy a lottery ticket. I think that's a better return for me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: for you, because I'm not I don't buy into the stuff either, Alan. So. <laughs> and that's it for this edition of the Smart City Podcast. We'll be back soon with another program featuring more smart people and their ideas for connecting us together through smart technologies. Feedback is always welcome. Send everything and anything to feedback at thesmartcity.blog. Yes, .blog. And you can check out our website, thesmartcity.blog, for past programs, as well as who and what else is coming up. The Smart City Podcasts are brought to you by Locomobi World, moving the world through sustainable, frictionless, and secure solutions. Executive Producer is Grant Ferland. Technical Productions by Rob Johnston. Executive Assistant, Andrea Crawford. I'm Alan Cross, and we'll see you next time.